player 2 has joined the game. everybody welcome to episode 160 of the two-player co-op podcast as always i'm one of your hosts here kevin along with my brother from my mother's one why am i so far away from my microphone? i don't know what you're doing how are you how are we doing i'm doing great <laughs> oh, so i'm like wait my microphone i, I thought about it before we started and then i just forgot that it was that far away and then it was still that far away uh if this is the first time you're seeing us this is the or listening to us this is the two-player co-op podcast where every week just about two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games if you like that make sure you go over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op hit the subscribe hit the like button share the video with your friends and family and all the like if you really like us you can support us over at patreon.com slash two player co-op just like our producer steve appleton did it's too late <laughs> our affiliates logan wilkinson and james solar and our partner matt mitchell thank you all so much again if you didn't see on twitter this week we did update our first goal on the patreons and we said when we get to Fitting, not if, but when we get to 50 and we maintain it, we will bring back versus. Um, we've got some matchups we want to do. We talked about it last week, but then we tweeted it out after. Um, but yeah, so we're four dollars away. If you want, you do not have to support us, of course. And and by the way, if we hit that, the versus will be for everybody, it won't just be for patrons. I probably should have made that clear, but we'll let you guys vote on the matchups that we'll have some predetermined matchups. We've got a whole running doc that I've kept of matchups we'd like to do. Um, and some of you have submitted feedback either on videos or Twitter or whatever, um, of matchups you might like to see, but we'll put, I don't know, three or four up there for a vote. We'll let it run for a couple of days and you guys will decide what we do. And we will bring back versus, uh, one episode a month. It's, it's a lot of work, but we had a lot of fun doing it and yeah, we'll see if we get there. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. You can also always go over to twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op whenever we twitch, when we twitch. I sliced my finger open today. How? I don't know. It was one of those things where I'm like, why is my finger hurting? And I looked and I had a slice in it. Mm. That's good. Don't know how it happened. It happens. It's called getting old. Everything just breaks down. Like your back and your shoulder and... Whatever else. So far, it's just that. And my finger. My broken ankle started hurting Team the other young. day. No. I, it just started hurting the other day. I was like, well, is it going to rain or something? Like, Mine's I don't know still, why this happens. I mean, it's not broken, but when I did whatever to it. And it's not even, like, there would be some days where I'll just be, if we go to, like, an amusement park or something like that, something where you're, like, walking all day. Mm-hmm totally fine and then sometimes it just randomly just starts like but what did aching. you do to it that was the one where i fell the warrior run thing no that, no, was, that was just slice up ripping leg. my leg oh. so i fell so we had at our college house we had mm-hmm. like the steps were like step step and then steps the rest of the way up and i was drunk and i fell so i was like face down from like the oh. floor to the that first landing and somebody came and like pretended to do like a leg drop, except came down like with their butt, all their weight on the back of my ankle to where it just went and like hyperextended. I think I, I don't know if I tore anything. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't even like forget about putting weight on it. It was the weirdest. Like if I literally just just like touched yeah. the bottom of my foot to the floor, it's just like like pain, like shooting up my leg. And, like you were James Hetfield stepping in the fire. Basically, yeah. When I broke mine, I was at least playing basketball. I was not drunk. But I was playing basketball, and I didn't even step on anybody's leg or anything, or foot or anything. I just stepped wrong going across the lane. I heard a loud pop and was like, oh, that's not good. I'm going to come out now. Immediately took my 
shoe off, which I guess was a bad idea. I should have left it on to because it was high tops to kind of compress it or what. I don't. I don't think it would have mattered. But then I look at it and it's just like my whole ankle. It was just like I say softball. That's exaggerating. But it's probably like half a baseball size just sticking out from my ankle. Half a baseball. So like, you know, if you cut a baseball, you know what I mean. It wasn't like there was a big ball. It was like a right, half a ball. Yeah. Yeah. And. I never got it looked at. The The next day I looked at it and I was like, oh, man. And my foot was turning purple. And I was like, oh, man, I tore a ligament or something. But I can walk on it. It's okay. And I was starting my new job the next day. So I was like, I can't like call in sick and go get this thing looked at. I that walked. Was your first day? Yes. I mean, it was going to be your first and day. And we walked up and down the stairs a couple times. I was like, oh, <laughs> Four weeks later, I finally got it looked at. And they're like, yeah, you cracked your ankle, idiot, is basically what they were saying. And I was like, that would explain it. But in the meantime, I walked on it. I ran on it. I played a softball tournament that luckily after the third inning got rained out because I remember I was playing shortstop and somebody hit a line drive over line drive over my head and I jumped up to try to grab it. Jumping didn't hurt or no, no, landing. I was going to say landing didn't hurt. <laughs> oh. Jump When I went up, it was like, Oh, <laughs> and I came down and then like the heavens opened up. I was like, thank you, God. I don't know what's going on. I think that was what finally made me do it. But I mean, go and get it looked at. But, yeah. Yeah. Getting old's fun, especially when you do it when you're young. Uh, you guys should definitely be following Wario64 on Twitter, by the way. He's got all the Black Friday stuff, everything. Just I've said that a million times on here, but follow Wario. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it many times, but, but follow Wario64 on Every Twitter. Time. Every time. Um, yeah. Uh, so what's up? I don't have anything else written down. Uh, got a sick baby at home. I'm also sick. Wait, you're it's sick just, too? I got like a, I mean, I'm not terrible, but my throat's definitely You can feel sore. it's it's that time of year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always get sick, yeah. like every year in December, although it's still November. But uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it's the same kind of thing I had probably a month or so ago, where it's like, oh God, I'm going to get a sore throat. And then it never got any worse than that first day, what I thought was just the beginning. So I'm hoping maybe that's what it's going to be again, and this is like the worst of it. Yeah. And the bourbon will of course. kill whatever is going on back there. So it, we'll see. It cures all ills. The cause of and solution to all of all life's of problems. problems. I don't think it's ever a cause. Well, it is sometimes. <laughs> I think it probably has. <laughs> that is a hot take right there. After a couple, I don't know that alcohol has ever really caused any problems. A couple of podcasts ago, the, the bourbon, when I was talking about Death Stranding, when I woke up the next morning, the bourbon was definitely the problem. <laughs> Uh okay, just landed in Dallas. Cool. Okay, she's just to Dallas. Yeah, Jeez. and she's got like an hour and a half layover, and then she gets back at like ten twenty-five or something. Ugh. Yeah. So Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, and the Mandalorian episode three was freaking awesome. He did uh, well. I'm not gonna say anything. I heard some people on Twitter were saying that he goes, and I haven't seen any of those movies. Yeah, I haven't either. But then when I watched it, I was like, oh, that one scene before. Assemble. Yeah. Before that, he was he was he was he's that that dude would kick Boba Fett's ass. I think he is so freaking awesome. Now, I don't know, but I'm loving that so far. And again, like I know I said it last week, but it gives me so much hope and so much excitement for Obi Wan yes. and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's way better. I wanted it to be good, but I wouldn't even say I had like super high hopes. I just had super high like wishes that yeah, it was going like, to be please good. Please don't screw this up. And it's it's phenomenal. I can't. It, it's it's great. I wonder if it's just like going to be a 
series? Like, is it just this, these eight episodes and that's it? I, I've heard people say both ways, so I have no idea. I feel like there's got to be more. Yeah. And I don't even know how you... I'm sure they can track views and stuff. Yeah. But it's not like there's rating. Like, I wonder what they even... I wonder what they consider like how popular success. it is. Like, I don't know. Well, and there's Rotten Tomatoes for it and stuff, too, I'm sure. Oh, that's true. So. Speaking of Star Wars, I beat Jedi Fallen Order this past week. Did you have a chance to beat it? No, I didn't. Ah! Kidding. Yes, you I did? did. <laughs> Yay! Okay. I did. All right, so we both beat Jedi Fallen Order. Let me pull up my notes All right, here. Now, how spoilerific are we going to be? I, I don't think we mention any... Spoilers? Spoilers. <laughs> I'm saying, like, but, I mean, we can talk in general about some of the moments. I yeah, don't yeah. think we mention any, you know, names or... Yeah, okay. Super specifics, but... Fair enough. What did you think about beating Jedi Fallen Order? Um, I thought it was a cool and the way they decided to like handle it, I guess is what I would say. The ending ending? The absolute ending. The Cause I'm thunk. like, oh, that's kind of, cause it, it still leaves a lot of questions. Yeah. But it also prevented a lot more questions, I think. Um, Pertaining to the movies. Yeah, yeah. cuz that would have opened up a whole can of worms like, well, if why they knew this, why that? Yeah, why then that? why like, didn't they just go to those right. places and So, yeah. I like how they handled that. Um uh, I'm trying to think of what else I can say. Obviously the big thing was <laughs> I was like, did you see it coming? Oh my, no. Cuz I didn't. Not at all. When that door opened, I was like, I should have, but I didn't. And I was like, but then when you oh actually God. get to fight for like a half a second, I was like, yeah. <laughs> kill me. I don't even care. Like, well, I, like, I still don't love this game. No, it, I it definitely either. got better as it, I played. Yep, I agree. And call me crazy that I, I kind of want to give it an extra half point. Just, just because, because of I think that pushed it up from like a seven, five to an eight for me. I was going to say it land. I, I said about a seven to a 7.5 last week. It's a solid eight, eight point one, eight point two, something like that. Yeah. There's, there's still, I have a lot of issues with the game. The fact that I don't want to go back and platinum it. Like as soon as I was done with it, I was like, all right, that well, was awesome. Death training. Well, so a similar thought I had is I noticed for the last couple days that I was playing, where I knew I was more or less at the end, starting when you finally, for the story, you go to Dathomir yes. for the first time. Starting like at that point. Did you know there's a, did you know, there's a game-breaking bug there if you go there too early? One of the places where you go before you have the, I don't know what that was, the ch- Oh, okay. You get a double jump. That's not spoiled. <laughs> Who cares? Before you get the double jump, if you go there too early, I heard people saying that you are You get some place where you can't get out? You can't get back. You can't go forward. And depending on when you last saved, like you could be Why did they screwed. even let you go there I don't from know. the beginning they've, they've of the game? They've got to patch that. They've got to do something to, set, to, to put... Just put a freaking wall. or I don't know what where this place is. Yeah. But yeah, there's a game-breaking glo- glove, glove bug <laughs> if you go there too early. So I'm like, yeah. well, I'm glad I just followed the story. And I was DMing with Bernardo and stuff, and because I saw he had beaten it, I said, hey, I just got to this. I just got through this part. 
uh, how much longer do I have? And he said, are you following the story? I said, yeah, I'm not doing any side stuff. He said, okay, good man. And he told me you're about, you know, 70% through. I was actually a little bit closer, I think, but. So what I noticed, which I think is a big tell in terms of my true, honest thoughts about the game, starting around when you go to Dathomir for the story, from that point on, I was like, and I asked you several times, like, how much do I have left? How much do I have left? And it was just a matter of, it's not that I wasn't enjoying it, but I was like, I kind of just want to be done with this game. Yeah. And to me, that's not a good sign. <laughs> like, Correct. when I was playing Breath of the Wild, I'm like, I don't want to beat this game. I want to do everything I can. And I had to like force myself Dude, to finally go and to beat the game. Metal Gear Solid Five. I had to tell you, go play Mission yeah, oh, 46. Yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yeah, it's the and same so, thing. Yeah, I'm just like, the fact that I'm like, all right, how much am I almost at the end? Am I almost at the end? To me, that's not a good sign. That That's never a good sign. Um, the game is very janky. So just mm-hmm. today... Oh, yeah. The, expand more, because I didn't want to go too much into it earlier. So but. the third one... I need to stop playing with that. So the third one was the one I was telling you about where I got to that room, and I couldn't... It was like there was one more guy to kill because he was talking smack to me, but he just wasn't there. And so I couldn't get any further. I couldn't go back because that door was locked from the other side. I couldn't go forward because they wanted me to kill the guy, but he was not there. And I'm like, whatever. I just put it in rest mode and went over to mom and dad's. So I went back. I'm like, please let this be fixed. So I went back in. Sure enough, I still couldn't do anything. Really? So luckily, my last hope... <clears throat> um not a new hope i was gonna say please do it <laughs> was i'm like i can meditate and hit square to get my life back knowing oh, that that respawns enemies okay. and so i did that and then it just it let me go no and en- there's no new enemies to kill it just all of a sudden what i had to do which i know i couldn't do before because i tried i had to go do the the slice thing with bd1 and that let you open the door yeah. but i didn't have that symbol on it God. but once i meditated and came back then it let me and i was able to go forward so whatever um, I feel like they rushed this game. I feel like they some, were like, they, we have they got to get have. this game yeah. out before ep- before episode nine comes out and before the end of this year. Like, we got to put this game out. People want a single-player Star Wars game. I know it's not perfect. Try to patch it. If not, we'll fix it after the fact. Kind of like how Bloodstained was super janky at the beginning, especially on Switch. It was, like, broken. Yeah. And they just got a patch. I didn't talk about that on the podcast, but it was, like, two or three weeks ago. They finally put out the patch that fixed it. But I'm like, you're, like, six months too late or something. Yeah. I just feel like... As good as I do think this game is, it just seems like it was rushed out because there's there's so much jank. I saw I was watching uh, on YouTube today. Chris Stuckman, um, he's a movie reviewer guy on YouTube. He's very similar to Jeremy Johns and stuff, and he reviewed Jedi Fallen Order. And one of his gameplay videos, he was just in. I think he was somewhere on Bagano, and he was just standing there. And then all of a sudden, the whole world went, whoop, and it was like he was in shadows underneath the map, standing there like. Okay, I don't know. There's a couple times where he had enemies running at him. And they got stuck in a wall just doing this, and they couldn't move, and he just wrote LOL over him. But I'm like, this game is so... The, the fact that so many people... Like, I see so... And he still gave it a 9.5. I'm like... No, nah, that's And he did play high. it on baby mode, and I will say... I don't, I don't... I'm not afraid to admit this. I put it down to baby mode, just like I told Nick last night on Twitter. I'm like, it's... This... The, the game thinks it's Bloodborne or Souls or Sekiro, but it's not... It's not supposed to be like that. You're a freaking... Jedi with a freaking lightsaber. You should not be getting your butt kicked by like stormtroopers. Yes, like or, like or they freaking not be like blocking rats and Jedi attacks. Yes. Like 
So I I don't feel bad. I I will say if you haven't played it yet, there's no shame in putting the difficulty down. It's still challenging enough. I think I only died one time after that, and that was uh, at the part we can't talk about at the end. But that was actually because I made a bad jump, and it didn't just put you back this way. It was like respawn. I was like, all I did was miss a jump. Why am I having to respawn? But it didn't. It was at the very, like, where you're trying to escape before you get to that moment. Yeah. But I there's no... There's no shame. They, they give you difficulty re, uh, options for a reason. Just don't bash your head against the wall trying to beat it because this game can get extremely difficult. So so that was the last of the jank. The first one, that was really That's the only... episode like, 10. <laughs> that was really the only frustrating, like really frustrating one because I'm like, what is <clears throat> happening? The first one was when you go back to Dathomir mm-hmm. and you... After the snow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the one thing that's more or less a cutscene when you go into the temple. Yes. And then you squeeze through the crack in the wall and then you see somebody and there's another cutscene. Right after that, I hit uh, the touchpad to look at the map. Blue screen. Uh, it's encountered an error and must shut down. I'm like, come on. Now I had just <clears throat> meditated. Yes, yeah, it was right outside. Yeah. But you can't skip, skip cutscenes in this game. I had to go back and go through uh, both of those again. I, I'm always afraid. I'm which combined, it was only like probably two or three minutes worth of stuff, and I'm like, I already saw come this. On. Come like, on, I yeah. just started this, and just ugh, whatever. But whatever. The other one was on my way out of there. I missed a jump, and it sounds very similar to what he was saying. I fell, and it just would not. You wouldn't kick die. me. Yeah, I was just falling, and like. I was looking up, and you could see the ground just getting further and further away, and I'm just you're like, am I in the forest? And falling, I just turned like jet black. Everything's looking all like fuzzy and stuff. I'm like, and I just let myself fall, literally for like 30 seconds. I'm like, come on! And then I noticed I could hold like up on the stick, and it was as if I was you know moving a little bit. And then once I moved enough, then it finally you, like you hit the kicked, death yeah, thing. And, and it brought me back. And I'm God. like. But yeah, those three occurrences all within probably like an hour of playing. And I'm just like, this game is testing me. I'm just like, ugh. I, I cannot remember the last game that I've played that was this broken. And I, 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 it sounds the like I'm crapping on thing this to again. It, it's an 8 out of 10. The closest thing to it for me was um, Batman Season 1. Oh, Because the they had a lot God. of weird yeah. stuff like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That's probably the closest I had, thing I was to getting it for beaten me. up by invisible enemies or enemies that just were eyeballs. <laughs> uh so yeah, I don't know. It's it's a good it's a great story. I'll say that. Thank you. There's a lot of issues with the actual game. It's still I would say by far by far the best Star Wars game that I've played. Now maybe yeah. there's some great ones that I've missed. But I never played it's, KOTOR. It's or not perfect, but it's like it's the Star Wars game I wanted. Yes. So in the end, I can't hate on it. It's obviously gonna be in my top ten for years. Probably in my top five. I haven't really thought it out, but like it's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's not bad by any means, but I keep going back to just the fact that I'm like, am I almost at the end? Am I almost at the end? When is this gonna be over? And it's not again, it's not like I hated it. I kind of just maybe it was more that I just wanted to see how is this going to end. I think it was a little bit of both. But, yeah, yeah. I I think that you and it's not it. even like like you've got Death Stranding. Like I, you got I nothing else to play. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what am I in such a rush for? Death Stranding. Which, I guess, but I don't know. You can get it uh, used out of Redbox for forty five dollars. Hmm. Um, two things. I do think, like you said, I think the story in this game is much better than the game itself. 
I love the story in this. I love the characters. Cal at the beginning was just like, blah, whatever. By the end, when you see everything he's gone through, especially when you get the flashbacks to, um, I'm not going to say it, him and Purple Guy when they were trying to escape. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That, that, how, that was what I was going to say. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what it is, but you know what I'm talking about. But the flashback the where you really you play, play that oh, was cool. I was like, it's so cool to see this event from that this side perspective. Of, yeah. Oh my god. I think the story is so much better than the game itself. I love the characters in this. Cal grew on me a lot. Um Sarah, I think is that how you say her name? Seer. Seer or Sarah, whatever her name is. Seer. Is awesome. BD1, I'm I'm being prisoner of the moment, and I get that. But I think BD1 is my favorite droid of all time. BD1. Because I can see it, yeah. Here, but but I think it's when I go back to like I wanted to do that nerd nine oh one talk, maybe or nerd nine oh one nerd night talk about why I think video games are the best storytelling medium. I think that I like him. If I would have just seen BD one in a movie without interacting with him and stuff, it'd be like, oh, he's cute. But I think that like because he's your right hand man in this, I think that's what puts him up to right now. He's my favorite droid ever. He's better than R two. He's better than C three PO. He's better than BB eight. Like. And K2SO, you can even count him as a, I guess he's a droid, but yeah, um, he's just so cute and he's so good. And like I said, oh, there are some really cool boss fights later in this game. That's all I'll say. Um, towards the end, I told Sean, like once you get to this moment in the forest lands, from then on out, it's kind of just up here at a, a very, very high level. The story, the, the the climax of this is amazing. The ending is just to me fine it just kind of happens and it's like well why'd you do all that then i mean it makes sense yes it's to prevent it from falling in the wrong hands or whatever but it's very loud it's extremely loud. um and incredibly close um yeah i don't know it's it's i can guarantee you it's not a game i'm ever going to go back and play through again no way however what I will say, now that I'm thinking about it, because I don't have anything else to jump into right away, I'm I'm not tempted to get the platinum really at all. But there was one point, I think it's when I was storyline going to Dathomir, and it's like, okay, now they want me to go to Dathomir, I'm gonna go check it out. And then stupid Grizo, what was his name? Grease. Grease. Oh, Grizo. Um, he's like, hey. Didn't we see a wrecked ship back on uh Yeah, he Zepho? said that to me, but I was like, Maybe we should go explore that. This. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm finally actually supposed to go to Dathomir and you're trying to redirect yep. me. So part of me is like, especially now that I turned the difficulty down, I kinda want to go back to that enemy that kept just destroying me and seeing if maybe I can kill him and get past him. Maybe there's something worth seeing over there. I'm kinda sorta tempted to maybe go explore a little bit. At least there, because I know exactly where it was. I know right how to get back there. So I kind of want to see what's going on past that. Well, the good thing is but, now, at least, you know you've got every power up. So there's not going to be... The only things that will be red are doors that are locked from the other side. They're yeah. just shortcuts. Yeah. So I don't know how long Death Stranding is going to take me to beat, and I'll get to that here in a minute where I'm at with that. But after that, like, I don't really have anything in my backlog unless I want to go back to Kingdom Hearts 3. $15. Buy the stupid game. Why did I buy this game? Why did I I was we were, we had a we had a pact. I spent sure. 5 hours in that game and I don't know that I'll ever go back to it. Yeah. That 
may not be in my top 10 this year. It won't be in mine because I'm not going <laughs> to play it this year. Anything else on Jedi? I, I think it's it's a solid. Oh, that was the one thing I forgot to say. I hope that this is the Assassin Creed one of Jedi colon Risen Order or whatever the next game is called. And I do wonder what they're going to call it because it's Star Wars Jedi colon, which makes me think it's going to be Star Wars Jedi colon the Jedi saga. Like there will be other. Yes, yeah. exactly. Everything's going to be based off Jedi, whatever. But <sighs> poor Daniel. Um, I hope. Like we talked about last week, still, and Nick was tweeting the same thing. He's like, "This game needs stealth." I'm like, "Yes." I There's don't know a how lot they didn't of ways think, you can put a crouch button game. in and just go up to something. Just boom. If it's a basic stormtrooper, I'm not saying if it's a a friggin' inquisitor or or any of the even the stormtroopers that have the batons. Like you shouldn't be able to one hit kill them. I get that, but the basic stormtroopers. I sh- if I'm walking up as slowly as I can, he's just like talking on the radio. Yeah, you know, we we ransack. Oh, the Jedi! Whatever. Oh, there's a Jedi here. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I'm like. It shouldn't be like that. You should be able to stealth them, fix the jank, take your time, take a full three years to put the sequel out. I'm excited for where I think it can go based on the ending and everything. Um, uh, I want to... I'm looking over there at the table. Air hockey? Yeah, I want to play air hockey right now. So that's it. You play anything else this week? Or any other thoughts on Jedi? Uh... Didn't play anything on else. Jedi. Um, no, I think I think I've said my piece. Good game, good game. Yeah, it, again, I, I, this is how I felt when I was talking about Far From Home. Like I felt like I was crapping on it. Like I was going to give yeah. it a two out of ten, but I'm like, no, it's a solid eight. It's better than just about anything DC has done, but it doesn't live up to the legacy of the first Spider-Man movie and everything else the MCU has done. Yeah, so. I'm I'm glad we got a single player Star Wars game that is good. That is a good start. Yes. I hope and I'll say this, I hope it outsells Death Stranding in November. I hope when we check the NPD that it's higher. I hope it goes Call of Duty's still gonna be number one, but I hope it goes Call of Duty, Jedi, Death Stranding. Now why? Because I want them to I want this to sell well, to show EA that like this is what we want. We don't want Battlefront 3. Uh, we don't want just multiplayer Star Wars. We want single player. And you want focused. it to outsell your boy? Yes. I will say I definitely like Death Stranding better, and it's not even close. But yeah. Death Stranding, I, yeah. I want EA to know that we want more of this. And I, I, it boggles my mind that some people are saying this is their game of the year. I, I just don't know what I'm missing. Maybe they're playing on an Xbox One X. Or a PS4 Pro, but I've I've heard of issues with PS4 Pro too. I don't know if the X has them as well, so I don't know if it's the the system that we're playing on with all this jank, or if it's just the game itself. Like, is it crashing on Xbox One X too? I don't know. Matt, let us know. Um, I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. One thing I do know is I'm still playing Death Stranding. I got through episode five, chapter five. Or do they call them episodes or chapters? You've been calling them chapters. Okay. Then I got through chapter five. I don't know if I did or not. You don't know if you got through chapter five? No, I do. I don't know if, if I was saying it right, though. Um, I still love this game. I got to the part. So I got through chapter five. Chapter five ends with something I did not see coming, and I wasn't prepared for. It's not like it, it's not like it kicked me in the balls or anything, but it was like, wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Um. I don't think I talked about it enough the past couple of weeks, but I love 
the multiplayer in this game. Like I really do. Like you're building a community by peeing, peeing on, on mushrooms. mushrooms. That 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 should go. That should be one of those like <laughs> quote building communities through peeing on mushrooms. End quote. Kevin White, two player co op, nine point five out of ten. Uh, like on the back, <laughs> it should be like on the box. On the back of the box. Um, Maybe that'll be a hundred dollar tier. Yeah, <laughs> Kojima, you got to put us on the box if we get a hundred. No, I was gonna say we bring back back of the box. Oh, I've still got like I just six, ran out. Of, I ran out of game. I've got like six tabs open that I could do. Really? Yep. Um, but I I love the multiplayer aspect because like so okay okay so so okay so okay okay so so okay it's all good man. So February. Yes, I can't wait. All right. Uh. I was going from point A to point B on this, the, probably the longest. It, there was like, chapter six is relatively short. I probably beat it in a little bit over an hour. There's three main missions. There's some backtracking involved. But the main mission you got to do is to take somebody, like you do have to carry people in this too. I don't know if you I've remember. seen okay. pictures, yeah. They're not always dead. They look like oh, they're, they're dead. Oh, they're not always dead? No. They oh. look like they're dead. They You just, you wrap them up so the time fall doesn't get them and whatever. I don't know. But you wrap them up. So you have to take somebody that's alive from point A to point B except you're going into the mountain area and everything. What I didn't realize was when I picked up person A and strapped him to my back, first off, obviously, you can't put anything more on your back because you have a person sitting on a chair on your back. So you've got, I got like a gun here. I got like a container spray here, maybe a grenade here for the BTs and something else here. And that's all you can carry. And what I didn't do was check because your boots wear down in this. Your boots have like a stamina meter. They last for a very, very long time. But they, Is there a reason you have to carry the people and they can't just walk? I mean, like storyline-wise? I think they don't want it to be an escort mission. Well, from Hideo's point of view. But I'm just saying in the storyline, like why are you wrapping this person up and putting them on the chair and bag? carrying the chair when they could just be like, all right, come on, let's, let's I go. I think it's just because they, well, this person hasn't even been out in the world in five six years or something they've okay. been in this bunker and i think it's also just like it, it shows how dangerous the world is and everything that really nobody leaves these isolated cities and that's why everything's disconnected is because no one goes out into this world unless you know what you're doing Man. sam starts off just as a fedex guy but then he deli- he he learns how to fight and he gets weapons and everything like that but so what i didn't check i didn't check my boot stamina and i left on this long trek, first off, it starts with a boss fight, which I didn't see coming, scared the hell out of me. I actually was able to run away from it because you look at the map and there's like a red circle. And I was like, I got a freaking person on my back. I don't have any weapons to fight this thing. I need to get out of here. And you're able, I was, uh, the person got knocked off my back a couple times. I tried to cross a river and I was like, okay, that I see, I see it goes from blue to yellow to red. And this is, but like, I don't want to go all the way up here, uh, like up over where the waterfall is and cross it where it's not as like treacherous yes so i'm gonna go for it my person starts floating i'm like no i'm swimming my otter hat i don't know how to use it yet because conan gave it to me i don't know how to use it and ended up then she died she oh no it was when i went up above the waterfall there was a little bit of red i was like it's a little bit i can get through that my person falls off it goes down the waterfall and dies it's like game over i'm like well crap but it it really it auto saves all the I saw an article a couple of weeks ago that you have to manage your autosaves in this because otherwise it's going to take up like multiple gigs in save files because multiple. it's autosaving all the time. Multiple. Um, but anyways, I didn't check my boots. By the time I real, I was like, 
again, the longest trek I've had to make on foot because you can't take a vehicle here because it's just all, you, you just can't because you got to go across this freaking river and waterfall and stuff. And my boots are down to like 25%. And it's not just yellow. It's like blinking yellow. Like it's about to go to red. Now you can walk without boots, but like, would you like to walk across a mountain in bare feet? I would not. Neither would Sam. So I'm like, what the heck's going to happen? So then I, I stop and I'm like, okay, I got through this BT area. Look at the map. Okay, I see there's a... You you can make online safe houses. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you can, you, you've got a thing that construct like mailboxes, bridges, all this other stuff. One of the things it can construct is an online safe house. So if you're in an area where you've connected them to the chiral network and somebody has built a safe house, there's a place you can go in and rest and do whatever. It's like, oh, cool. There's a safe house over there. I'm going to go there. And I go there and I open up the term, terminal. And normally if you're like in a city or anything, you can fabricate stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to make new boots. Cool. You can't fabricate at an online thing. And I was like, crap. There's also shared lockers that you can like put stuff in a locker that you like to offload stuff from you that other people can use. Like, I got too many guns here. I'll put this in here. Somebody can come get it and they'll give me likes, whatever. I was like, maybe there's boots in here. No boots. Crap. Okay. So again, I'm like at 25% stamina on my boots. I look at the map and I'm like, oh, there's a post box over there. It's out of the way. Like, it's like, I need to go over here. I'm here. There's a post box here. I could just. (sighs) Something just broke downstairs. If that came through the microphone. My kids may make a guest appearance on this podcast here. Uh, Dad. uh... (laughs) I could go this way, but I'm like, no, there's a post box over here. I'm just going to hope there's something there. So I make the trek over there. And sure enough, somebody. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just thinking about whatever that just was. Sure enough. There's a there's an online post box and I open it up and there's level two boots in there with full stamina. I was like, thank you, Kojima. So it's just like it's so that the meta thing in this game is so cool. Like you really are. It's not just connecting people in the game. It is connecting people outside the game in like real life. And it's just so cool. Yeah. Uh I love when you get when you do play this game, you'll notice that the timing of the music in this is perfect. A lot of times you'll be like you'll go through a tough area or whatever. If you're getting to the end of like a tough mission, you'll see like the city. You can finally actually see it, and you're walking and you're like whatever. And then all of a sudden, like it pops up and it says, "The Almighty" by Low Roar. I don't, I don't know Bobby Lashley. I don't know like a Low Roar <laughs> song, and it'll start playing, and you're like, and all the sound effects kind of dim and stuff, and you're like. okay like i've made it now that this music is playing it's it's just it's so perfect because it lets you know like you're okay now as long as you don't trip and fall and go down this mountain or whatever you're okay you're gonna get to the city you're gonna get to your destination you're gonna make your delivery and whatever and it's just so good um so yeah i'm into chapter six now i am let me see 23 hours in and i'm in chapter Hmm. six and so I'm almost halfway through the game. I think a lot of these chapters are going to go relatively quickly because a lot of people Supposedly, seems like Supposedly, how long does it take to be? 35 to 40 hours. Okay. And there's 14 chapters. And none of them are like Metal Gear Solid Five. Like it's chapter 14 is the end of the game. Obviously, right. you can still play it after that, I assume. Um, but I love... I mean, this is really... Unlike Jedi Fallen Order, this is a contender for game of the year for me. And again, it just blows my mind. I cannot believe it that I like this as much as I do. Yeah. So Death Stranding is awesome. Play it. Did you see the picture I posted on Twitter last night? It's just when I was up in the snowy oh, mountains the snowy and stuff. Mountain. It's yeah. just 
God, it's just beautiful. The game, and I'm playing on a baseball. Oh, that was the other thing. You're walking from one side of America to the other side, and Death Stranding has zero jank. And this is not me being a fanboy of Kojima compared to Jedi Fallen Order. There's just no jank at all. Everything just works on a base PS4. I'm I'm shocked. Now, again, you don't have a bunch of freaking stormtroopers running around. It's a very just desolate world. There's not a lot there, but still, like it, it just boggles my mind that there's no issues there. Yeah. Sean. Yes. Want to get news a week? Let's do it. Only a couple items. We're getting into the dead time of the year. But the big one, as we talked about last week, Half-Life Alex is real. It was revealed, and it is coming. And this comes from IGN. Valve has officially revealed Half-Life Alex, a full-length Half-Life game that's played completely in VR. The title is set to be released for all PC-based VR headsets in March 2020. Half-Life Alex is Valve's first Half-Life game since 2007. Half-Life 2, Episode 2. <clears throat> game takes place between the events of Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. The new VR title stars the eponymous... <laughs> Was that right? I don't know. Well, it's spelled wrong. I copied and pasted. I didn't type it. Eponymous. Hippopotamus. <laughs> Alex is not a hippopotamus. Maybe no, maybe that is spelled right. E pon E pony mice. <laughs> Alex Vance and her father Eli. Now I forget. Did you play two? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember anything okay. about it. Uh, okay, I won't spoil anything for you. And her father Eli, as they work to organize 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 a resistance against the combine. Players will take control of Alex just as it was revealed in a report following the leak for Half Life Alex earlier last week. Like previous games in the series, Half-Life Alex's core gameplay will feature a combination of world exploration, puzzles, and combat. Quote, everyone at Valve is excited to be returning to the world of Half-Life, says says Valve founder Gabe Newell in a press release. VR has energized us. We've invested a lot of ourselves in the technology, but we're also game developers at heart. And to be devoting ourselves to a VR game this, uh, this ambitious is just as exciting. Half-Life Alex runs on the Source 2 engine and will be playable on Steam via all PC-based VR headsets. That includes Valve's Index VR headset. By the way, if you have a Valve Index headset, the game's free. You just get it for huh. free. HTC Vive, but also Oculus Quest with a PC link cable and Microsoft's Mixed Reality headset, which I've never even heard of. I guess that's their AR stuff, maybe? I guess. Valve also revealed on its official website that Half-Life Alex... Half-Life. Because ALF. Half-Life Alex will support community-built environments. The Source 2 tools that I got through that for level building will be available at launch. That means players can build their own levels to share with the community. Hammer, Valve's level authoring, authoring tool, <laughs> has also been updated for VR. Blah, 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 blah. You can pre-purchase it for 59 bucks. Here's the specs. Nobody cares because nobody here is a PC dork. Um, so it's out March 20th, 2020, which is, again, freaking awesome. It is a prequel to two. There was interviews, especially an interview with Keeley, where it's seeming like they're hinting that they want. It's almost like they want to make Half-Life 3, but they're also kind of scared to make Half-Life 3. Because it just can't live up to the hype there's, at this there's point. There's literally no way. It'll be, it, it can't not be disappointing. Half-Life 2, I forget how much I love that game. And oh, four, like that's... If I go back and like actually remember that game, it's, prob- it's not a top 10 game for me, but it's, pro- it, it's probably close to top 15 to 20. Like it's up there. 
And Half-Life yeah. 1 was just amazing. Um, G-Man is at the end of the trailer, which was freak To see him in like HD Actual, was like, yeah. holy crap. I saw it like a side-by-side-by-side of Half-Life <laughs> I 1. I saw it too. Oh, I'm like, wow. Like in my mind, Half-Life 2, in my memory bank, it beautiful. looks like a PS4 game. Yeah, yeah. but it's not. Uh, what I do wonder with the Source 2 engine coming out, like are we going to get a new version of gmod of gary's mod like are people going to redo death run and all this all these gmod games but that's neither here nor there this is a full-length vr game this is not a vr experience or anything like that they're saying it's about the same length as half-life 2 which was 12 to 15 hours that i'm kind of shocked about i thought this was gonna be like two or three yeah something quick also Remember that Valve bought Campo Santo? Yeah. Well, Campo Santo's been helping out with the, with the development of this, which is probably why... Remember two years ago when they said In the Valley of Gods is coming out in 2019? Was it 2019? Yep. Wow. And we are now almost in December. <sighs> this is one of the things... This is going to sound like I'm a spoiled brat or something, but this is one of the things I was worried about when Valve bought Campo Santo that like they weren't going to be Campo Santo anymore. Yeah. And now you've got them working on Half-Life, which good for them, like yes. That's awesome, but But yeah. Firewall uh, I want in the Valley of God so bad, and I don't even know if that game's still even going to come out at this point. Probably not. So I am so torn on this. Like I want another Half-Life game. So is this not coming to PSVR? That is correct. It's like not, or they just haven't mentioned it. Yet. At least not anytime soon. Yeah. That's that's why I'm torn. Like this first off, this game, like the trailer is beautiful. It looks some people were complaining that's like, oh, why do I only see Alex's hands and I don't see her arms? This is not immersive. Have you not seen VR? Like Resident Evil 7, it's just a hand floating around with a gun, right? Yeah. Like, shut up. This game looks so good, and it does. It almost looks like it really is Half Life Three. I know it's a prequel, or it's a in between in betweenquel. <laughs> An in betweenquel, but it's like Metal Gear Solid Three <laughs> was also a prequel. Is what I'm saying. Like this, it looks so cool. Like seeing some of the imagery in that trailer and stuff, I was getting I was getting thrown way back to 04 on my, my Dell college computer. And we had it in our bedroom for some reason. On We had it in our bedroom, my freaking giant tower with my... Did I have a flat screen? Would I have had a flat screen in 04 or would that would have been... No, that was probably a CRT monitor still. Mm, no, no, it was probably... It, was probably it wouldn't be screen. HD, but it's probably a flat yeah. screen. But it's like it took me back to Half-Life 2. And I never played Episode 1 or 2, and I hate that. That's one of the reasons I still... At some point, I need to get the orange box for PS3, just so I can play Half-Life 2. And it has Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, and Team Fortress, and Portal. Oh, I don't know why I wow. said it like that. But like, that's got to be one of the best... It's gotta, that's got to be up there with like Mario All-Stars, as far as collections go. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, I'll just randomly go on GameStop, and it's like $15 used. I don't know why I haven't bought it yet. I need to have it just, even if I don't play it anytime soon, I need to be able to have that on a disc that I can actually get access to and play it. Um, but what do you think? What are your thoughts on Half-Life, Alex? Um, I think it's it looks a lot better now than I was originally envisioning. Like you were saying, I would have thought this was going to be more of just an experience yep. as opposed to a full-fledged game. 
Um, I'm not going to go run out and get any other kind of VR so that I can play it. So unless it comes to PSVR, I'm probably never going to play this game. But I'm glad that Half-Life is still alive. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. I, I hate that the barrier to entry to this thing is having a powerful PC and a VR headset just to play Half-Life yeah. VR. Like I saw Wario was tweeting the other day. There's some Samsung that I've, I've never even heard of this thing. Some Samsung VR headset that was like dropping in price because I guess everybody was trying to get it. And they were like, whatever, drop price. Who cares? Let's just get these out of here. I'm sure it's not that powerful, but it will run. It's compatible with a PC. It will run Half-Life Alex. I think it got down to like 229 or something. But again, you still need... So the minimum specs, and I don't know what any of this means, but I'll say it anyways. Windows 10, who cares? Uh, Core i5 process, Core i5-7500 processor, Ryzen 5 1600, memory 12 gigs of RAM. It's, it's okay. Graphics, GTX 1060, RX 580, 6 gigabits of virtual RAM. How many teraflops? It, not listed. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I'm so happy that this is happening. But God, I, I just wish Sony would be like, We'll give you 98% of the profits. Just put it on VR, on PSVR. Yeah. You know, even if it's not going to look as good as it does on PC, let people play this because then you could play it and I would steal your VR immediately and I'd play through it too. Yeah. So I just wish there wasn't the, the barrier to entry that there is. Next up, this blows my mind. I, I don't buy it. I don't either, but we'll talk through it. Apparently, a Resident Evil 3 remake is coming next year. Capcom is reportedly working on a Resident Evil 3 remake that's targeted to come out in 2020, which is what I just said. YouTuber Sean Wave. Nope. Spawn Wave. <laughs> Spawn Wave and Eurogamer. I was like, what do you mean no? I thought you just no because I was pointing at you. I'm like, I'm not trying to out your identity. And Eurogamer report that they've heard from sources that a remake of RE3 Nemesis is in the works. That is made more likely by, by the fact that Capcom... <laughs> I'm talking too fast. It's like when you start running and Com your body's going faster. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? That is made more likely by the fact that Capcom said it will, quote, explore more remakes after this year's Resident Evil 2, especially as the game is so successful, selling over 3 million copies. That's out of date. I'm pretty sure I just heard on a Capcom call it was up at like 4.6 million or something. But anyways... Resident Evil 3 originally came out in the PS1 back in 99. It follows Jill Valentine returning from the first game. Something else just broke. As she tries to escape from Raccoon City during the zombie outbreak that's depicted in RE2. The events of the third game take place before, during... Yes. And after its predecessor? Yeah. Really? So here's Resident Evil 3. Okay. So it's basically Resident Evil 1. Okay. Resident Evil 3. Okay. Resident Evil 2. Really? Yeah. Now, there's not really much inter You don't go into the police station or something. Well, don't tell me if you do. I really don't remember. You go... It's not like... Like, one is the house. Yes. Two is the police station. Three is just kind of like... You're like in Raccoon, Raccoon City. City. Okay. Yeah. Like, you oh, go so through, I like, gas how... stations and, like, oh. it's there's a lot of... Okay. I don't remember my, I've played through it one time. Okay. I'm sure there's some bigger maybe I think you go into a hospital at okay. some point or something, but like it's not like this game takes place in this building. You yeah. need to go outside a little bit, but like here's no, it's not like that at all. It's more just like Raccoon City. They I do, do think now that I'm talking about I think there's a, a hospital. 
Okay. That's maybe like the biggest. Huh. I don't know. But my God, as bad as Mr. X was. Nemesis is worse. It's just, I mean, I don't know how it could be because they really raised the bar with Mr. X. Like well, he but was doesn't just, Nemesis just go through always, walls and stuff? Yeah. Like Baker did, Jack Baker? But like what they did with Mr. X is kind of how Nemesis is, honestly. Okay. Like in the original one, it was just like you go into this room and then like, boo, I'm here. <laughs> Whereas in the remake, it's just like he's literally, he's just always there. Yeah. And that's kind of how Nemesis was, or at least how it felt. Yeah. Like you never know when he's going to pop out. Whereas in two, the original two, it was just like, it happens a handful of times and that's it. Nemesis, it's just like, you. it seems like you're just always running from him. So it's like the whole... Hmm. Is it like RE7, like the opening couple of hours, where it's like Jack Baker, you just feel like any time he's going to come through a wall. That's kind of how I am hmm. thinking it's going to be. I can't, if this is true, I mean, it makes too much sense to not do. I don't know that I believe that. I mean, I was already imagining this is probably going to happen anyway. Yes. So this is like, well, duh. But it seems like it's two or three years too early. Like, I would have thought 21. They, they've got, now Capcom's huge. But we know they've got this Resident Evil, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, not Survivors. What the hell is it called? The multiplayer game that's coming out. Yeah, I don't remember. They've got that coming out next year, but that could easily be the B team doing that. Like, here's all our assets from RE2. Right. Make your game, do whatever. But now the A team. But, like, RE2 just came out. It, it feels like forever ago. It came out this year. And yeah. if this is coming out. Now, this may be, like, December 2020. They may but be then about it two be years a PS5 apart. PS5 game. I mean, who's to say it's not, well, right? which you can still play it on PS5. But you know what I mean. But I, yeah. I thought I read it's not in here. But I thought I read somewhere that there the, the rumors that it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Really? Of course, everything's going to be backwards compatible, whatever. But I I want this to be true. I don't I, I don't see how it's possible that it is. Yeah. God, I don't know. According to Eurogame sources, we might not hear anything about this Resident Evil 3 remake yet as Cop Cap Oh my god. Cop Cam is focusing on getting like the you multiplayer keep Comcast. Oh, there it is right They're focusing on getting Project Resistance, that's what it's called, at uh, first. <sighs> Would you rather have them remake this than 4? I don't know that 4 needs a remake. 4 is like the controls suck. They don't hold up. They don't it's not suck that but it's, much different than two though. It's just like a slower, so clunkier, slow. but it's yeah. It's not like it's tank controls. No, correct. Um I don't know. I'm obviously I'm super excited for this. However, two was maybe my favorite Resident Evil of the original of that style. Of the original two trilogy. was probably my favorite. Yeah. So when I heard they were remaking that, I was over the moon. Three, it's like it's probably my least favorite. I think one's better. I think two's hmm. better. I think Code Veronica's better. I never that, played Zero, but I don't like Zero got rid of all the item boxes and you literally just like leave stuff on the ground. And so like if you're like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna need this uh valve handle, I'm just gonna leave it here. You don't put it into an item box and you can just grab it from any you item box. You have to go it all is right the way back there. To get it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, nah, I don't like that. Um so three is probably my least it's, I mean, it's definitely my least favorite. But after seeing what they did with two, there's no way this is not good. Yeah. No, or to great. Or to great. <laughs> I, yeah. 
I want this to be true because I've never I, I've I've never played RE three for one second. Like yeah. I've never t- did. Did you play it on N sixty four? I assume. I'm trying to think of where I played it. I may have played it on like a or PS two PlayStation. Maybe? No. It was only out on PS1. I almost want to say... Well, I, I know, but they were backwards compatible. Oh, I see what you're saying. I almost want to say that I played it on PC. And I don't know if it was no. like a PlayStation emulator. I don't know. I know when I played it, it was a weird kind yeah. of setup that I had. Hmm. And that probably wasn't helping matters. But it's just... Some people love it. Yeah. I think this is going to be fantastic. Well, but the original was... It's good. What a lot of people are saying, going back to one of your <laughs> earlier points there, is a lot of people are saying, why aren't they just going to remake, and maybe they, they probably are going to remake every Resident Evil, Code Veronica. Like a lot of people are I saying, I would much rather Code have Veronica. Code Veronica. Yeah. But I've, again, I know nothing. I at least know the concept of Nemesis. I don't even know anything about Code Veronica. Yeah, it's different. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for the news of the week, because it's a quick, light week let's get to the wrap-up pokemon sword and shield sold two million copies in two days in the u.s alone (laughs) it's the biggest pokemon launch ever it's the fastest selling switch game ever i expected this but still it's like two million just in the u.s this game's probably even bigger in japan i would assume yeah now going back to what i said (laughs) i hope fallen order now finishes third because this is finishing number one in the npd this will outsell Call of Duty, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. So probably Pokemon, Call of Duty, Fallen Order, Death Stranding, like at number nine. <laughs> Maybe. I hope not. Apparently, Amazon is working on its own game streaming service because Stadia was so awesome, and it's supposed to be coming out next year. It's going to be integrated with Twitch and all that. Uh, uh no. That's stupid. No, just stop. You should not be getting into the into the gaming market right now. You it, it, like what if Sega was like, we're bringing out the Genesis, we're bringing back Sega Channel. Five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like something you you can't try to. If it's a sub, actually the Sega Channel that that's a good. Wow! 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 The the thing in Death Stranding a lot of times sounds like wow. <laughs> by the way, um, if you were like a supplementary thing that could work in this age but like stadia is trying to be like your console and it's you, you can't do that so i don't know what this amazon thing's going to be but like if sega brought back the sega channel like on pc 10 bucks a month play every genesis mega drive game whatever every sega game ever made for 10 bucks a month just plug in your controller and go that's something that like i could see actually taking off yeah. but not trying to not trying to compete with sony and microsoft and nintendo you just can't do it and last and least, Gran Turismo 7 is rumored to be launching with a PS5 next holiday 2020. Now, when I talk about PS5, I'm always like, I don't like, yeah, good graphics are cool and everything, but I want to know what they're going to do with the technology and all this power and AI, blah, blah, blah. When I hear Gran Turismo 7, all I picture is, it's just the, I mean, with cars, <laughs> but like, it's this, like, it's real life. Like, the GT games have always pushed graphics to the limit and if gt7 is launching on the ps5 i'm not gonna get it but i would at least not even watch a video like i would want to see it on my playstation put out a demo or something just so i can see it on my ps5 running in 4k 60 frames per second all that right 
That is it. Nice quick episode here for episode 160. Thank you guys so much for being here. And by the way, happy Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. Okay. Um, do Does Mexico have Thanksgiving? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Canada does. But not the same time that we do. No, it was like a month earlier. But yeah. like, it's still, it's like, why would Canada have it but not Mexico? Why would Canada have it but Mexico? Why did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not being insensitive. I just, you caught me. You threw me off. You threw me off there. But again, like, we are thankful for all y'all, seriously. Like, yes. Enjoy time with your families. Hopefully, you get to spend them with families. It can also be a really tough time, and I know that. Um, so if it is a tough time, I hope we're here to entertain you through it. Um, holidays are tough. They, they can be really good, and they can be really tough. Um, so if you're going through a tough time, just know we're here. Uh, as always, you can find us at nerd901.com, where they're connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. Obviously, make sure you go to youtube.com slash blurredwithoutfear and check out Ernie over there you can find us on twitter i'm at kevin white now i'm I'm like i don't know which way to go i'm at kevin white 24 he's at real sean white together we're at two player underscore (laughs) co-op uh patreon.com slash two player co-op twitch.tv slash underscore two (laughs) slash underscore two player i need to get nobody's listening at this point we we did all this at the beginning who cares (laughs) just thank you guys for watching sean's going out of town i'm gonna miss him over thanksgiving um. Yeah, what are are you planning on? Are are you gonna bring your switch or anything? Or obviously you're gonna have your hands full with the baby. And I'll probably bring my switch just, just because. Just yeah, I'll play Mario Maker. Probably nothing else. But oh, Mario Maker. Hmm. It's like I want to go back and make levels that aren't speed runs, but at this point I'm like. I'm not good at designing levels. I'm good at like just run and then die and see where I should have jumped and put this thing there. And yeah, yeah. I think speed runs are the way to go. Yeah, I think they're awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here for 160 episodes. And until the next time, Sean, good takes out. Thank, thank you for playing. <laughs>